Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, October 26, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? As usual, we have a lot of stuff on the docket. There's a lot of stuff to go through on a variety of different charts. I think you're going to find this one very, very interesting to say the least. Let's start with where the market is and what we've been saying so there are no surprises. We've been saying these lows was the new Irene place. They started getting below a little fake-out operation a couple of days ago. They're below those lows. That is Irene. That means the door is open for a whole lot lower, and you can see what's already happening. They're already a lot lower. Just to reiterate, we can get down to 400. They could come up short. They could spike it through. The market can flush at any point in time. You can wake up to a gap down. They can do it in the middle of the day. We're in an anything goes scenario as long as the rubber band is broken. The rubber band is broken. The only opportunity for the market for the bull case is a rescue operation. What are some of the near term downside targets slash important numbers? You might want to get out your sticky notes. The first one is 407 down to 405. How does that come into play? Get below this pivot low over here at 409.88. Call it 410 for argument's sake. It's going to open the door for a run down to 407 to 405. There's a gap at about 401.35. You have a big fat round number at 400. And on the weekly chart, you can see here we're below. This is not the close of the week. That's on Friday, tomorrow. But we're below the convergence of those moving averages. They hovered over them for a few weeks. So they weren't as strong as they would otherwise be had they hit them several weeks ago. However, it is a negative to close the week below them irregardless. Just as a point of interest, you're below another trend line. Running back to test that trend line, which they've already done, is garden variety stuff. But staying below the trend line keeps the market in yet again another bearish stance. It depends on how you look at things. They all point to the same thing. There will be a bottom. There will be a rescue operation. There will be a rip-your-face-off rally. It's a question of from where. Do they break the thing farther? Do they test the 200-period moving average on the weekly chart well below 400, come up short of it around 400, 398, 397, something like that? All these things are possible in the near term. We're in that zone where they could get this whole thing done within a matter of days. The window is open. The rubber band has snapped. Check out the monthly chart. The monthly 20-period moving average is right around 4.11 and a half. You're going to find that number very interesting in a little while. Keep in mind, back to the weekly, where the umpire calling balls and strikes. Now, even though they're below a trend line here on the weekly chart using this pivot low and then this one over here from middle of March, you also have something else. You have to look at both sides of the coin. You have a low... You also have a higher low. They can still come down in this area. 
test 400, a little below 400 around the moving average and still be in a higher low situation. There will be another rally, mark my words. You just have to pick your spots. Still yet on the weekly chart, we talked about it a couple of times this week, one more time to boot. You are in this week slash next week, an on-time type of situation. Doesn't mean the market can't go down a whole lot more in between now and then, but you are in an on-time situation between this week and next week. Anybody make money today inside the numbers? I know across the board, from a general market trader perspective, it's a tough tape to make money on. However, inside the number members, inside the number live room members, we're able to make some coin this morning. Let's go look at the numbers. We had some selling slash follow through overnight. We're looking at the early pivot, 4.15.30. Let's start there. Below on candle closes, opens the door for the next number, next place down, 4.14.20. What you'll see later, and you can read the rest of this, you know, pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart and double check the work, but we're interested in where's the morning trade? Let's lay this out and then we'll go look at the chart. Early morning leading up to the opening bell, they did the thieves in the morning rescue operation routine, so we had some resistance areas. We had 417, 417.60. We certainly think better in pictures. Right of the vertical is today's activity. Five-minute chart, 417 horizontal line. That was, in fact, resistance. They never did get up to 417.60 in order to fill the gap left open yesterday. That's definitely a sign of weakness in the air. Remember, 415.30 is the pivot. We had a number below, 414.30. 20 right here 9 30 a.m it's a zone of support 415 30 to 414 20 there's your zone of support for a bounce back in the other direction to where just about 417 we had targets on the way up we had plenty of traders participating on the way up they were buying at least once if not two times we had another number in between it was a gap at 414 65 I believe or 45 or 42 something like that I can't remember we had traders buying that and we had traders getting a nice pop out of the reversal off the morning support zone this was the morning trade did we have some traders short at 417 absolutely pause the video read the notes go back to the chart and double check the work here's at 958 There's your 4.15.30, top end of showtime. The other side is 4.14.20, bounce back place. Can't be any more clear than that. Scalp with potential. We take five to seven points on the scalp. We hold the remaining portion for the secondary run. The trailer is where you make extra dough. That's the way it works. Pause the video. Read them, double check them. By 10.50, Nice trade. Holding a trailer is fine. 416.77 is now the pivot. Need I say more? You have the numbers on the upside. You have the numbers on the downside. We have entries. We have exits. We have process. We have mechanics. We have learning. We have teaching. We also have a lot of fun in the live room, by the way. Pause the video. Read the notes. Go back to the chart and double check all the work. Now watch this. 
in the midst of a meltdown. 413.10 is the next place. Then 412 to 411.50 would be on a continued flush. What this does is it creates another zone. 413.10 down to 412, maybe a spike of 412. What was 411.50? Do you remember? We looked at it on the monthly chart. It was the monthly 20-period moving average coinciding with a number that was important, having nothing to do with the monthly chart moving average. But now that it's there and you know it's there, you know it's extra important. There's your zone, the last one of the day. They hit it. They bounced all the way back up before retreating into the end of the day. We did have traders participate in the afternoon session. They emailed me, nice trade. About stocks on the move. We had Hasbro we'll take a look at. We'll look at Google L, Meta, and we'll look at SE as well. The other two didn't hit their entry objectives. They're off the board. We call them no trades. Hasbro opened below the first number. It opened below the second number. So they're off the board officially. As soon as a stock opens below a number, they're off the board. However, but wait, there's more. That was the third number. So officially, this was the only number on the board, 46.47. They hit it. They spiked it by a few pennies and absolutely ripped it back in the other direction. The numbers work. So does the process, by the way. About Google L, there's today's number, 121.42. They hit it. They bounced. They gave you the deal. The numbers work. There's your numbers on Meta slash Facebook, they spiked the first, hit the second, back to the first, hit the third, and then ripped it back up in the other direction. We had participation in this one in the live room also. Some traders wish they were holding the trailer. It doesn't cost you anything to hold a trailer. I know it's hard. I get it. But you have to train yourself to try and do it because you never know which ones are going to give you the rocket ride. You just don't let the remaining portion of the trade go bad on you. That's the rule. You take a profit, you take a base hit, and you see if you can hold for a secondary runner slash push higher. About C Limited, SE, first number, open below. Guess what? It's off the board, doesn't exist. Second number, they play a game with it, they bounce, they come into it, they do the deal, they give you the rocket ride. Either way, the numbers work yet again. All day today. What's going on over in Camp IWM? They're hanging around the 164 area. We know what that is. If you're not familiar or you just showed up, that's the completion of a head and shoulders formation that just completed basically over the last several days. They're still hanging around. They push much below. The door's going to open for another leg lower. Remember, there's not a lot of stuff down here except the pivot low here, a pivot low here, which I believe is higher than this one. The next thing down is 158 and change. 160 is a big fat round number, but that's all it is, a big fat round number. In between, 100 period moving average monthly chart. In between the completion of the head and shoulders and the next number, even number 160, 161, something like that. That's where that 100 period moving average is. It's interesting. This is a big time zone down here, but this is also a big time bearish wedge pattern that over time, not all at once, but over time has a lot lower to go. 
What about the folks down at the transportation department still getting taken out behind the woodshed? Every time they try to come around the front, they get slaughtered once again. You look at the weekly chart, where are they headed? The 200-week moving average. Sometimes they come up short, other times they spike them through. Seems to be a target. They're close. It becomes magnetic the closer they get. 13.5, give or take, in this neck of the woods. A spike below 13.5. There's your 200-week moving average. Just below that is a monthly 50-period moving average. Now, this will also be interesting. So watch the close of October. This is a big-time monthly chart breakup candle low. The low is 13,647 and change 648. Closing the month, not the week, but the month next week, below that place, while you may find some port at the 50-month moving average and the weekly chart 200-period moving average, Overall, from a larger picture perspective, that would be a negative development. By the way, back to the IWM for a moment. I forgot to mention before, it's worth mentioning, you did have some relative strength today against the S&P. Up a quarter of a percent or 42 cents, it's still textbook relative strength. It's not all that much, and it doesn't have to mean anything directly, but it is of note. It is my favorite market-leading indicator, so it is on the table as a puzzle piece. Transport's got smoke. They're my second favorite market-leading indicator, a number one canary in the coal mine, so it probably just cancels right out. About the Q people, they're still in the process of getting smoked. Smoked is a technical term. The 200-period moving average, last moving average in the line of defense. Price gets closer, big fat round number 340. It's magnetic. This general area should, and I repeat, should bounce the tape. There's also a breakout area here. How does that work? Well, market runs up to here, slightly rejected, a little bit of a shimmy. They gap up, break out, never came back to that spot. So between this and that, 200 period moving average is bona fide chart support. What you have to watch out for is if they're at the 200 period moving average, you'll notice that if they crack it, there's a gap all the way down here, right around 331, give or take. Look at the weekly chart, do the same exercise, pick out this pivot high. That's a big time place. Also a breakout area. Market ran up, rejected, broke through, coming back, to run a test. It's a little bit lower than the last one we looked at, but in this general area, there are a lot of reasons on a variety of different charts to find support at least from a short-term perspective. Financials now making a bearish, flaggish kind of meager pattern down here. Tried to bounce a couple of times, can't do it, hovering around the recent lows. Nothing good here for the XLF. The only positive if there is one they were relatively flat on the day there is a little bit of relative strength and just like last night we'll look also at the kre which did have a positive day and that could explain and likely does explain the relative strength in the iwm so something's brewing in the financials to a degree whether it's specific to the kre and the smaller banks regional banks or it's wider spread, we'll find out sooner than later, could be a canary in the coal mine, but hasn't really impacted the larger picture of the overall industry just yet. About Smash Mouth, 
into the 200 period moving average, last moving average line of defense. You look to the left and you say, well, where are they? Well, here it is. There's a big no man's land space below this low here, 136.28. If this doesn't hold and they start going lower, it's going to open up the door. Doesn't have to mean they get all the way down here, but they certainly can get all the way down there. This is all white space. Last line of defense would be if they're going to find support up here without filling the gap because we can consider this also a breakout area. Market runs up, rejected, gaps over it, comes back to test the breakout area. But if they're below this, look out below because there's a gap down here. Write this stuff down, mark up your charts, put them on some sticky notes, get some stock in 3M. TLT, big time place, 8370. We're watching this number on Friday's close. Close the week above that number, it's a positive. Above that number is a positive either way. And I can tell you right now, we're looking for a low in TLT. We were looking for a high in yields. Right around that magic 5%, depending on which yield you're looking at, 2-year, 5-year, 10-year, give or take that 5% area, TLT was at a place very, very important. We're looking for a low been talking about it in the live room for a week or two. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.